Welcome to another episode of Marketing Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Shane Barker, and today I'm going to be chatting with Chris Dickey, founder and CEO of Visibly, about his approach to PR and search engine visibility. On our last conversation, he revealed a lot of insights into getting more visibility online. I'm excited to hear more about it from him. So tell us a little bit, like, what do you think the biggest mistakes are that brands make when creating a strategy? for uh, SEV, like what, are, what are some of the big things that you've seen? I've got you some know, ideas, I wanna know, hear your you know, ideas. I think search strategy in general, I think a couple things. Um, it, it's starting to become a little bit more user friendly, but it's, it's still, I think a, a ways out there is this idea of search intent. Um, the search engine has to make a determination of what is the intent of the of of any given keyword being put into their system like like say i'm looking for a pair of running shoes you just type in running shoes google is going to make a determination is do i want to buy a pair of running shoes do you want to learn about running shoes do you want to see photos or videos of running shoes like they have to they have to judge make make, make these judgments and it's for any keyword out there within seconds and, um, with and so if you're building um, a strategy that is, say, transactional, when in when in fact Google is only elevating informational results. And what I mean by that is like a click to buy versus click to learn, you know, result. Um, and, and you'll see this if you start really analyzing the SERP. You'll see, oh, like this particular keyword, it's dominated by e-commerce. It's like nine out of ten organic results are like e-commerce related, or vice versa. It's like this keyword is like nine out of 10 results are um, informational. They're just telling you, they're giving you information about a product or service or something. Um, and, you know, once you kind of like, you know, so people are bucketing keywords all different ways by how competitive, you know, the keyword is or um, how, you know, how much search volume it has or it's, or it's, or it's engagement and click-through rates. Um, another one that they really should be bucket, you know, bucketing by is search intent. And, and recognizing the kind of content that is being elevated within the search results. And once you kind of align with that, um, you can build much more robust strategies that actually have a chance of winning. Yeah, I agree with that. So what are like, how would you, I mean, is there anything that your tool that you guys have created? Um, is it, are there any other SEO tools that, that you can kind of compare it to? I mean, it sounds like you guys have something that's kind of brand new. Yeah. So what, what, what SEO tools do is they, they, they pull up a search result and they look for matches from your, from like your URL to the URL showing up um, on the first page of search. And it's just like, that's it. It's just like, is that, you know, it's, it's very binary. Is this your, is, is this your domain? Yes or no. Um, what, what we, what we recognize is at, at, at visibly in, or as a PR team was that, there are, there's all sorts of conversation happening around your brand that could be a third party talking about you, especially mm -hmm. in publishing, especially in e-commerce. Yeah. You know, how many times is just Amazon show up in search? Like all the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they have a, they've curated a landing page with recommended products on it. And if you happen to be one of those products in that landing page, you're killing it. And Life if you're good. not, you're, you, you just don't have visibility. Yeah. yeah. So how do you audit for that? And, and what I recognized 
you know, going through this process more as a strategy, as, you, know, you know, as an agency owner is that there was no way to audit that footprint in search. Like it was looking for your brand matches or sorry, your, 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 your website matches. And if your website doesn't exist there, the SEO software basically says, okay, you don't exist here. Um, which is for, couldn't be further from the truth. The truth is, is that, you know, it's possible that every single link could be actually talking about your brand, but you wouldn't know it. Um, and so I think that's a very valuable understanding. And so ultimately what, what we see SEV as is what is the likelihood that a consumer will discover your brand at any given search result or like any given SERP, you know, search results page. Um, and the likelihood is higher if you're at the top of the page than is it, you know, if you're at the bottom of the page, it's higher if you're in a featured snippet, you know, all these different things. And so we kind of look at all those outlying factors, um, judge where your content exists within the SERP. So, so I guess stepping back for a minute, what Visibly is doing is we're looking not only at um, the metadata in that's, that's returned in, um, in, um, the search result, but we're also looking at all of the content within each one of those links. So we're crawling a lot of stuff looking for your brand. And what, what, that, what that does is it provides a snapshot of what the customer actually sees when they pull up a search. Cause they don't just look at like the metadata, they yeah. look at the content. <laughs> so um, that's what Visibly is doing. So when it looks like sometimes you're looking at the frequency. So if somebody looks up a certain keyword, how many times do you guys show up on that, those 10 pages, right? So in other words, yeah, those, yeah, the more yeah, you show organic up. Results. Yeah, right. exactly. And also, and also recognizing that, that like Google, you know, elevates tons of different types of um, cert features and there's all sorts of like, and, and we're also looking at all those cert features, recognizing that some, some cert features have a higher click through rates than other cert features. And that's, that's why they're doing it. They're trying to do like kind of that, that no click search, if you will. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we, we kind of look at that. We identify where the brand exists and then we do this other thing, which is, I think pretty cool and no one else does as far as I know is we, we have a machine learning algorithm that, that segments and auto categorizes what kind of result it is. And what I mean by that is we'll automatically identify whether it's an e-commerce hit or, 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 or earned media PR um, or brand owned or something else. And what's nice about that is we identify where your brand exists. And then we also tell you what channel or like who's responsible for that hit, right? So what's nice for PR teams, for instance, is that we can go into any given SERP or set of you know, keywords results and extract all of the PR hits just automatically. You don't have to sort through them. You just extract them all. Um, or same thing for all the e-commerce hits. And so for an e-commerce team that's working on how do we improve our merchandising with our, you know, with our e-commerce partners, they could just, you know, audit all these keywords that relate to their brands, um, identify whether they're showing up in their landing pages or not, and then cleanly just kind of extract that list and go back to their e-commerce partners and say, hey, we would really like to figure out how we can merchandise better for these landing pages. Yeah, that's awesome. And so you guys, and right now you guys are currently in beta. When are we, when are we looking at a launch? Yeah, so the beta is fully functional and it's free, which is great. Everyone loves free. <laughs> yeah, it's like it doesn't get any cheaper um, than free from what I yeah, understand. Yeah, so, yeah, so give it a try. You know, we'd love to hear what people have to think about it. It's, uh, it's limited to doing one search at a time. So you can kind of cross-analyze or audit any SERP um, for like any um, – for any content, uh, branded content uh, is what we would assume you 
that you do. But um, we are planning to roll out uh, Visibly Pro in Q4 of this year. So probably an October, November timeframe. Um, and what Visibly Pro will do will allow you to kind of build campaigns and look at hundreds or even thousands of keywords at once and look at it in aggregate and also drill into any level of granularity that you choose. That's awesome, man. I'm looking forward to I'm going to have to try the, the free one, but the pro one is sounds like that's where that's where the juice is. That's at where it's at. Yeah, year. I, yeah. Think, I think for, you know, these bigger brands that play in a lot of different vertical markets, um, it'll be really interesting. So visibly, ultimately, I would say does two things. Um, we're, we're a listening service. We, we, we listen, we identify, we measure where your brand is showing up organically. Um, we look at everything, not just where your website is showing up, it's where your brand is showing up. And number two, we're a list building service. And so once you identify where, you know, where, all these keywords, we can start to segment, identify opportunities, identify blind spots, identify kind of under leveraged uh, partners and things like that. That's awesome. And I think it's cool. You're going to tie those two, two things together because I don't think a lot of people realize how closely those play together when it comes to PR and SEO. And I don't, there really hasn't been a tool that I've heard of that actually kind of merges the two and kind of puts those in together. So it's kind of because you do want to see the full picture, right? It's not just SEO and PR. It's like you, it's, there's, the, there's some overlap there. Yeah, exactly. Um, and there's, you know, I, I think, I think as a brand manager or as a digital agency, really what you're trying to do is uh, promote product discovery, like however it might happen. And that's why you have a PR team because they're doing, they're doing their thing. That's why you have an advertising thing. They're doing their thing. I think what's, what's, what's happened in marketing, and I'm sure you would agree is like, we're all super specialized and we're all super siloed and yeah. we're not accountable to each other in terms of like KPI or like, or like, like an overall brand, you know, value. It's like, oh, as long as I'm turning in my PR hits every single month, I'm good. Or as long as I'm getting my, my, my like ROI on my, on my, on my ad spend, I'm good. But when you drill in, you're like, okay, here are the keywords we really care about. How can we maximize the touch points across this page? And great. If you can get your own SEO, like your own website on the page, wonderful. But is it number one, number two, number three, number four, number five? Like why not hit every single one of those up and, fully leverage your PR team, fully leverage your e-commerce team and fully leverage, you know, how you're spending um, like your ad dollars. Yeah. I think that's important. The silo thing is, is one of those things. And that, that happens with marketing and sales and everybody has their silos. But I do think this is something where, you know, once again, if you can see that full picture, that's where the value comes in. I think that's, that's awesome. And so we're, I'm going to be excited about visibly. I'm going to try the free one. Definitely looking forward to the pro. Um, now what I want to talk about a little bit is kind of like talking about, I really want a definition of what your search engine visibility. Cause I, I know you've been on other podcasts, but I'm hoping that, that all of a sudden the world, this code takes off virally. And then everybody wants to know what SEV is. And it's because of your definition that you gave me on this podcast. And that's, that's very self-fulfilling. <laughs> You're for not me. putting any pressure nope, on none, it. None, none at all. None. I mean, this is going to have to go viral or we're just, I don't know what we're going to do, but, um, <laughs> so let's, let's help it. So tell me exactly what search engine visibility is for you. I want to get your definition. Cause I love the merger of PR and SEO and how that all kind of comes into play and seeing that full picture. Yeah. You know, I, I guess I'm not sure this would be like a textbook definition, but it's effectively changing the goal line from how do I improve my website status and search to how do I improve my brand's status and search? Um, what is the likelihood that any customer will find your brand on any given SERP period? You know, and, you know, looking at 
click-through rates and how those click-through rates cascade depending on various cert features that show up on the page. Um, we're doing all those auto we're doing all those auto calculations for you once we identify where the brand exists. Um, and we, and we give you a pretty good idea of, you know, where, how likely it is someone's going to stumble across your brand. And, and so it's, it's, you know, it's reaching, I think the thing of like, coming back to that idea of like a qualified audience, it's like, okay, like you have, say you're looking for, say you're looking for a fleece jacket and say there's 2,500 people a month looking for, a, you know, literally just fleece jacket. Um, there's 2,500 potential customers, right? And then let's just add in like any iteration of fleece jacket. Now you're talking about 25,000 potential customers. Um, and let's just say we put together like a really unified strategy and all of a sudden you're, you're, you're winning like a lot of share of voice across those say like 20 keywords that relating to fleece jackets. Um, that's 25,000 potential customers that anywhere they click on the page, they're likely to discover your brand. They're likely to find out and learn about your brand. I mean, that's, that's the goal for marketing, right? Like how do you yeah. fill your funnel? So, yeah. you know, once you get people in the funnel, you can kind of retarget them and get them to come back and sign up for emails and all that good stuff. But like, how do you keep bringing new customers in? And I think search is by far the best way to do it. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, that's the thing is it's, a, you know, once you get to a certain spot, it's a gift that keeps on giving, right? And it's like, you know, PPC is awesome, but it's like, once you stop, you stop, right? And with SEO right. and with that search and visibility, once you're building that, by the way, I love your definition, but I think when you're building that, I think that's the key, right? Is that, cause that will always be there, right? You don't have to fight for, you know, results and this, that, and the other, but once you get to that spot, which takes time and money and resources, but you know, you have that overall visibility, I think that's awesome. So let's talk about, we're going to talk about, so we've we'll talked a little bit about the agency side of things and what strategies do you use to like improve your client's visibility on SERP? Cause obviously visibly came because of your client work that you were doing. Yeah. So with PR, the client work, it's, yeah. It's bigger than PR, but I can, I, I, I can give you your, or my own anecdotal kind of experience with, with, with PR. So what we started doing was really drilling into um, keyword research. I think we're, we're, there's not very many PR agencies that, that do keyword research. Um, we we kind of knee-jerk, you know, um, subscribe to a major uh, SEO provider, for, you know, just for the keyword research. Um, then we drilled into non-branded. So we look exclusively at non-branded keywords, like how do, how, like, how do we acquire new customer keywords? Um, people looking for products and services. So, we, so, so now we're looking at, um, specifically, you know, uh, monthly search volume, looking at the most competitive keywords that we think are attracting the most customers. And then we have to, to bucket it one more time and we have to look at search intent. And because it doesn't make any sense for us to focus on a keyword that doesn't have a lot of PR opportunity. Um, and we, we, we recognize very quickly that, you know, say we're like, so like we have a, cl we have a client that makes kayaks and, um, you could have the entire page could be filled up with, with either how to, how to kayak and like what the, what are the best things to take kayaking or the type of kayaks you should be buying. Or it could be all filled up with e-commerce in, in, in which case we have no play. Um, so once we identify the search intent, now, now we have this keyword list that is really qualified for PR. Um, and then we go through and we audit it and we rec and we try to figure out like, what's our brand footprint look like today without any work. Um, and you'll be surprised. Sometimes you actually have a decent brand footprint in some places and you're like, Oh, great. Um, but we kind of benchmark it at that point. So 
we do that audit, we benchmark, we say, okay, like here's 25 keywords we're going to focus on. We're going to, we're going to take a snapshot of what, you know, where we are today. Um, and then we do a list build and we go through and we mine all of the outlets, all of the writers who are, who are showing up the top of search for these 25 keywords. Um, and then we do our PR work, you know, and it's just like how, how we would typically do it. Right. We're just, we're just reaching out, we're doing our thing. Um, then we come back three months later and we, and we, and we do that audit again and we, and we look at it side by side and every single time we've like crept up, we've like, we've created share voice. Uh, we've created visibility on those, on those pages. And then um, it kind of pivots just like who you prioritize as a PR agency. Um, I think these, a lot of these like big publishers in New York, like the Condé Nasts and, and, yeah. and, and whoever, they just get all the attention and yeah. um, they may, that, that may be great. But again, like if they're not serving up a qualified customer and furthermore, if their editorial isn't living beyond the flicker of the moment that it's published, um, to your point earlier in this conversation, like search just gives you a, a new customers every single day in a perpetuity, yeah. um, you know, that has a very limited value for a client, you know? Yeah. Are you looking for the one-time shot or are you looking for something that's going to produce each month? I mean, that's, that's the difference. Yeah. Entirely. Right. I mean, I, I tell people like when they say, oh, I want to be on Forbes, I'm like, well, we can, if it's just to say you were mentioned on Forbes, I get it. If you think you're going to pull right. all kinds of customers from it, not going to happen. Once again, nothing against Forbes, but just, you know, historically no. that's what it is. Yeah. And you know, Forbes is a great example. And I, we, we enjoy working with Forbes. We work Forbes all the time. Um, you know, Forbes, you know this, I'm sure like they don't follow their links, at least with contributor content. So like we don't get the link juice. Um, if it's, if it's not showing up in search, it just has super limited value yeah. for the client. Um, and yet, PR people will typically report on these massive like vanity metrics, right? They're like, oh, well, Forbes website gets on average like 14 million unique views a month. It's like, well, I don't think that one article got 14 million yeah. views. So it's just, not, it's just not, it's not cool. You know, like we, we need to be more precise when we're measuring our audiences and measuring our work. And we need to tell our clients um, more precisely what this is doing for them. Yeah, I think that's the key. It, it, it's that typical thing, people, because it's a household name. Once again, nothing against Forbes. I mean, we work with them as well, and they're a great organization, but it's not, you're not going to get number one on SERP for that. You're just not. That's just, just yeah, not. What, I mean, and that's, we that's work not with their Forbes intent all day to long. create the content. I just, you have to manage expectations about what it's going to do for you. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. What is your goal, right? Like if your yeah. goal is to get to number one on, for a certain keyword on Forbes, it's not going to happen. You're, yeah. It's an 800 word article, and it's Forbes. So, Anyway, so tell us about, you know, I want to hear about like some, some successes. I, I have actually two questions. My first question is how much free product do you get? Like, I mean, cause I can, I'm, I'm a little <laughs> envious of that. I, I know that you probably have like six kayaks in your garage. So I'm a little pissed about that. Just me personally. Um, do you get it? I mean, you know, that's a whole nother thing, but do you say, Hey, I get, I want to try your product. I want to, I mean, is that part of the thing that you put in there? I would put that in there. I would say, listen, we I get a fair amount of free product. Yeah. I, it's uh, I'm at the point where I just pay it forward. You know, it's like someone, some someone needs some something. I'm like, hey man, I got I, I got something for you. So you know, more importantly, my birthday was July 30th, so you missed me this year. So I'm gonna make sure <laughs> next year we'll add that to the list, and then Christmas, maybe I'll just send you a handful. What do you do? Christmas. What do you I'm need? Gonna, I do. See, that's a whole that's a whole hour another hour conversation. So we'll we'll talk about that offline because I'm gonna I'm gonna keep this visibly. But I okay. know that you have all yeah. kinds of awesome stuff that you can do for hiking and stuff. Anyways, we have we'll, a lot of fun. Yeah, we, yeah, we have to play with a lot of fun stuff. That's um, awesome. 
Yeah. So you were asking about client success. Um, yeah. I'll give you, I I'll know give about you one that. example, um, yeah, a sure. Bay Area company called Peak Design that we work with. Um, these guys make all sorts of camera accessories and bags and things. Um, you know, a couple of years ago, they, they were originally just kind of like, um, how do you carry your camera around? It's like accessories for a camera. And then one day they decided they want to get into bags. And I think bags just kind of blow the, like blew these guys up. They did some massive Kickstarters. We helped them out with those. Um, and afterwards, you know, it was, it, in order not to be a flash in the pan company, we needed to really drill into all the kind of ways people were looking, making choices around bags. And so we started doing this with them with bags because it was a brand new category for them. They had never, they had no share of voice in it, you know, you know, before this Kickstarter. Um, and we got, we just got a lot of bags seated with the right people. And next thing you know, like anyone looking for a, like a messenger bag for work, like literally like messenger bag for work or courier bag for the office or something like that, um, they're being dominated by like peak design um, and they're all reviews. And, um, you know, I, I know for a fact that just completely drove so much awareness and so much sale, so many sales and, um, and gave people, you know, the, the, these outlets only, only talk about three to five, you know, products. They don't give you the entire list, but if you want to launch into a new category that no one's ever heard of you from start with search, you know, start with, you know, based on what Google's telling you is, is relevant. Um, and we did this and, and I think Peak Design, like quickly their bag program overtook everything else they do. Um, That's awesome. All because of the work. Man, I love that. I, I just love the deeper, the deeper search that you guys do in, in regards to intent and what you guys are looking for there and not the vanity metrics, which I think a lot of people fall for, you know, when it comes to agencies of like, oh, we got, this is the potential of this many looks. And it's like, ooh, looks, that's awesome. Like, how does looks convert into cash and how do I pay my mortgage from looks? So right. yeah, I, I love that. I love that. Thanks, Chris. That was really insightful. In our next episode, we're going to switch gears a bit and discuss Serpentent more in detail. Stay tuned for another interesting conversation with Chris Dickey. You're listening to this and wondering how you can boost your online visibility for your business. You can reach out to me at shanebarker.com. I can work with you as a consultant and take over your entire marketing department for you. I look forward to hearing from you.